Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're moving into the season where we really start thinking about our big goals, right? Like I know you think about your goals all the time, but this is just the season where it feels a little bit different. So I want to share with you some very tactical questions that can make it be that this time you do the thing that you said that you're going to do. This time can be different. This can be the time that you follow through. We're going to talk about this and really make sure that the pursuit of getting where you want to go is on the forefront of your brain. And my goal when you leave this episode is for you to have these powerful questions to ask yourself, but also maybe even have a perspective shift that you are capable of making a decision at any point in time to become whoever you want to become, regardless of your past, and that you can accomplish whatever you decide is important to you. You got to believe in yourself. But in this episode, you're going to have some tactical tips, but also you can borrow a little bit of belief from me because I know that you can do this, right? So before we dive into all that juicy juice, I want to make sure that you know about our totally free Empower Her podcast listener community. I created this Facebook group for women like you who listen into the podcast and want to connect more with me, but also other women from all across the globe. We do fun giveaways in there. I do live Q&As answering your questions. We've got fun connection threads. And it's also where we're going to be announcing details about our monthly Empower Her podcast meetups. This is a way for you to get to meet people like close, like close to you, right? Local to your area, but also to meet me. I want to get to hug you and like just connect with women that love personal growth, just like you and I do. Right? So in December, on the 18th of December, we're going to be doing one in the Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona area. And then in January, we're going to be doing one in the Seattle area. I think the January one will be like a workout class together, maybe getting smoothies or coffee, something like that. Every month, we're going to do something different in a different city. They're going to be casual and just a fun way for us to get to connect. So I want to make sure that you're in the loop on all of this, where the next locations will be, all of that jazz. So you need to be in our free group. You can text free group to 512-548-2728. Again, text free group to 512-548-2728. It's the same number if you're on my text list and you get my weekly pump-up text. You can just text free group there. Or you can head to keishafitzgerald.com slash free group, drop your email, and it'll send you the bounce back link. So just wanted to make sure that you were in the loop on all of that. Now... Let's dig in. I want to just kind of set the stage here and just give you a little bit of backstory before we get into the nitty gritty tactical stuff. So today we're talking about goals and follow through. And it's on the forefront of my mind because I recently just decided to do 75 hard with my fiance, Sina, and another girlfriend of mine. And we happened to choose to do this during the holiday season where there's a lot of crazy going on. And this is going to be tough. 
right? If you're not familiar with 75 Hard, it is a challenge created by Andy Frazella. It's what he calls a mental toughness challenge. And it's got some pretty hardcore rules to it, which is why I definitely don't think that 75 Hard is for everyone. But for us in this season, it feels like a really good goal. So what do you actually have to do? You have to do two workouts that are 45 minutes each. They have to be three hours apart. And one of them has to be outside. And, um, which I mean, for us, we're going to be going to Seattle. So it might be some rainy walks outside, but for our morning workout, we are doing a walk and then our PM workout, we're doing a gym workout. That's kind of going to be what our rough schedule is. You also have to drink a gallon of water every day. So we're going to be peeing all the freaking time. You have to physically read 10 pages from a book. Although Sina and I, we have the goal of reading a book a week. We just started this week with uh, Gay Hendrix's The Big Leap, which is one of my favorite books ever. I've read it before, but honestly, I highly recommend The Big Leap if you haven't read it yet. Talks about like your upper limits. It's really, really juicy. Uh, you also have to follow a diet. He doesn't specify what type of diet you have to follow. You get to pick your own. And honestly, that's why this program can get some criticism for it because it's not super concrete. But for us, we chose that we're not going to have anything processed. We're eating very paleo style. And then you can't have alcohol and you have to take a picture every day. And the concept is it's 75 consecutive days. So if you miss one part with all those different rules, any of the days, then you have to start back over at day one. So it's super intense. It's like an all or nothing mentality, which is very not aligned for some of you listening into this, like that kind of goal. You're like, what? I don't want to do that. That wouldn't be right for me. But for us, it feels like it's going to be pretty awesome. We actually just started on Monday. So the day this episode is released will be day four. And next week, we're actually doing a road trip from Austin, Texas, where we live up to Seattle for the holidays. We're pit stopping in Scottsdale, Arizona for a couple of days to stay in the Airbnb. Cena's doing some real estate stuff there. We're going to do a little podcast meetup. Um, so like, we're going to be on the road. It's the holiday season. Like, it's a lot. And I know some of you hear about this and you're like, oh, like I would never do that. And honestly, I understand why, because it's pretty intense. But what we realized is we're moving into a season right now for our career paths and just the season of life that we're in where we need to be mentally clear, like very, very clear. So we wanted to do it, right? And we asked ourselves a couple of these really powerful questions to make the pursuit towards accomplishing 75 hard even more fulfilling. So I want to share with you those questions that are very tactical um, because I think they could be helpful for you too. And obviously with the whole 75 hard thing, we're not going to talk about this, you know, every single episode. I'll share a ton about it on Instagram because I'm sure some days it's going to be really tough. And that gives me a little accountability, a little skin in the game, a reminder to you that if you're the only one who knows about your goal, it's easier to give up, right? So that's why I'm kind of like looping you guys in too. Like it's just going to make me want to show up because I don't want to be embarrassed of not following through. Like I want to be the person that said that, you know, I, I did the thing that I said that I was going to do, right? So that being said, I want to share with you these three tactical questions that you can ask yourself when you're approaching a goal of any kind that I think could be really helpful. So the three questions we're going to cover, let me just give you a little rundown first. Number one, what story are you telling yourself about the pursuit of the goal that you're working on? Number two, what character are you playing now and what character would you need to become to accomplish your goal? And number three, did you fully make a decision with a compelling reason that actually matters to you? So we're going to dive into each of these specifically. Number one, what story are you telling yourself about the pursuit of the goal that you're working on? Because here's the thing. 
If you're telling yourself that it's going to be hard or boring or mundane or unfulfilling, it might set you up to not really like the path, right? Or you have the other option. You can tell yourself that it's going to be fun and fulfilling and you're going to grow and evolve and it's going to be exciting. You get to decide what the path is going to feel like. And you know, I'm really big on trying to always figure out how to fall in love with the process more than what the process can produce which means I also believe that looking at your goal proactively and acknowledging like, yes, let's be real. It's going to be tough in some ways. Like most goals are designed to stretch us and stretching doesn't feel comfy. It's like, right? But you still always have the power to reframe your perspective. You always have a choice to look for the parts that you're excited about along the way when you look at the path ahead. Like when you're thinking about the pursuit part of your goal and the story that you're telling yourself, I think it can be really powerful to just entertain the idea that the path toward building a business or training for your triathlon, doing 75 day hard, right? Working on your relationships, getting your master's degree, flipping your first house, adjusting to that new city that you're living in right? Whatever you're working on, it doesn't have to feel so rigid. It can be challenging and fulfilling simultaneously. So truly the question, like, how can you make this more fun? Or even like, who can I loop in to do this with me? How could I share what I'm learning along the way to make it even more impactful, to make my goal bigger than me? What are the tiny little milestones along the way that I can celebrate rather than just waiting until the end goal? right? Making the pursuit more fun and fulfilling. And people can say that it's trivial to look for fun, right? Or have this idea that all goals have to feel so tough and rigid to get there. But honestly, I don't know about you, but I am much more likely to follow through on something that feels fun and fulfilling. So why not make all goals like that, right? Like for example, 75 hard. It's going to be tough, but Cena and I are doing it together. And we also have another friend of ours that's doing it with us. And we've got a little, little group chat where we pump each other up, the three of us. We're talking about how good we're going to feel when we're done with this, but also how we're going to feel along the way, feeling hydrated and just eating really well and feeling clear and honoring our bodies, right? And just proving to ourselves what we're capable of. Normally when we go up to Seattle for the holidays, because we have so much family and friends up there, we come home and we feel kind of like, bleh, right? I'm just kind of like, I just picture like the Pillsbury Doughboy commercial where you're just like, bleh, like, you know, sometimes I feel like that. But instead we're talking about how fun it's going to be to feel really awesome. And like to be in the car on our road trip, reading our 10 pages out loud to each other while the other one's driving and like weird little things like that really focused on the process and making that even more fulfilling than getting to the end of 75 Day Hard and being like, whoa, I did it, right? So my challenge to you that works really well for me and I hope will work well for you too is to really ask yourself, what's the story that you're telling yourself about the pursuit of your goal? Because doing something that feels like it's gonna be hard, boring, mundane, unfulfilling might be the reason that you're not following through because you're psyching yourself up proactively that the process isn't gonna be enjoyable. But if you wanna go from being like, interested to actually committed and following through, maybe this proactive reframe is going to help better set you up for success because you're going to have a better narrative, right? I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly pop in and thank our sponsor of the show, which is Organifi. And I don't know about you, but I care about what I'm putting into my body because I really want to feel good. But having 
high quality products that are also at an affordable price that are convenient and taste good is sometimes hard to find, which is why I brought on Organifi as a sponsor of the show. I use so many of their products because they're completely organic and just a really great tasting product, every single thing in their line. But I want to specifically tell you about my three favorites. Number one, the green juice. The reason why I love this so much is because I really thought that I wasn't a green juice kind of girl because every time I tasted green juices, it tasted like I was licking grass and I wanted to kind of vomit in my mouth. But this one actually tastes good. It has moringa, chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha, all the good stuff, but it's cut with mint, which just gives it this nice flavor and it helps you balance cortisol which is obviously a stress hormone. And tis the season for adding a little bit of extra stress to our plate sometimes, especially if you're traveling a lot and you're wanting to stay on track with eating despite having a lot of like social plans. I think just throwing in a green juice can be such a good boost. You know, when you kind of feel slumpy in the afternoon, I like it even instead of coffee, right? So check out the green juice. The other product I love is their chocolate gold because it really helps me sleep so freaking good. And it really curbs the craving of chocolate at night, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I love a little chocolate. Having a hot chocolate, yummy goodness that's got medicinal mushrooms and herbs and just like this cacao blend to it, it helps balance out your nervous system and it literally promotes deeper rest. So if you want to sleep better, check out Chocolate Gold. And finally, number three, if you're just looking for a really good protein that's at a great price that has less than three grams of sugar, super clean product, check out their protein. They've got chocolate and vanilla, both are incredible. So as a listener of the show, you get 20% off using code Kasia, K-A-C-I-A. Any items in their store, those are just my three favorites, but go check them out. You can head to Organifi.com slash Kasia. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A and use code Kasia to get 20% off any item in their store. And then whatever you check out, please DM me or text me or in the community, let me know because I'd love to hear your feedback. Now, without further ado, let's dive back in. Now, number two, what character are you playing now? And what character are you going to need to become in order to make this goal happen? Sometimes I actually really think it's powerful to kind of take yourself out of it. Like look at your goal from a bird's eye view, kind of like you're watching it. Like, hold on, let me like explain this because I know you're like, where is she going with this? Okay, almost think about it like your life is, you know, you're watching a movie of your own life and there's two characters. The first character is at the beginning of the movie, the character that is gonna start the goal. And then there's the character that's later in the movie, the person who accomplishes that thing. It's the same person, but you know they're drastically different. Otherwise, you would be so bored by the plot of the movie, right? We want to see that main character grow and change and evolve. That's why we love the movie, right? And when you take yourself out of it and you try and look at this like a movie, like your characters, and you're kind of looking down with this bird's eye view, then your emotions and your ego don't get in the way. And you can think about this from a little bit of a different perspective. So. For example, if you think about your pursuit of the goal that you're working on right now, right now, you are the beginning character. You are not the person who can accomplish the goal. You are not the end character yet. You are lacking the skills and the knowledge and the habits, and you don't even have all the tools. Like you don't even know the path to get to being that end character. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't go for it right? Because otherwise there would be no movie. It would just be like the opening scene. It's just the initial character who never grew. And it's like, boo, you know, throw in the credits. It just means that you aren't the person yet who can accomplish the goal. 
Because the person who can accomplish the goal is the person that you are going to become along the path, right? As the plot unfolds until you get to that ending character, that version of the beginning character that's evolved. That's the whole reason you set goals, right? To gain the skills and the knowledge and develop the habits to get more tools in your toolbox to become a better version of you. It's the whole idea that if you're, you know, you're not really qualified yet, but you qualify yourself in the process. That's why you set those goals. And as humans, we love progress. Progress is exciting. So when you think about this idea of two characters, the person that you are now at the beginning of the movie, and then you think about who you're going to need to become by tapping into this movie analogy to get to that end character, it becomes a little bit more fun, right? Like how does the person starting in the movie approach everything, right? Like she's got a goal that she wants to accomplish. How does she think about the goal? She often doesn't think that she's very capable. She's like, oh, I'm not qualified. Like, oh, how am I going to get there? How am I going to, you know, get the treasure at the end? How am I going to become the person that speaks on the stage or whatever, whatever her goal is, right? And you think about the beginning character. What types of habits does she have? What type of routine does she have? How does she think about life and her capability? How does she handle certain situations? She doesn't handle it the way that the person at the end does, right? The character at the end just thinks differently right? Because when you think about this with movies, even the main difference between the beginning character and who the character becomes at the end of any movie, the character who's accomplished that thing or had that transition, they learned something along the way. And because of what they learned and the challenges that they had to face in pursuit, you know, of the goal as the plot unraveled, they then started to think differently which means those thoughts and how they think then drive their actions and their behaviors. They're literally a different person. It takes very conscious and super intentional thought going into a goal to identify both characters and the growth path that's needed. But it's really powerful if you just train yourself to get excited that you get to see the evolution unfold, right? Like you're buckled up to watch the whole freaking movie and you're the star of the show. Like that's so cool right? Just a little bit of a different perspective switch. For example, with the 75 hard goal, I am not yet the person, like the character at the end of the movie, if it was a 75 day hard movie, I've never gone 75 days drinking a gallon of water every day, reading 10 pages, doing two workouts, following a meal plan, not drinking alcohol, right? So of course, part of me as the initial character, the character that I am now at the beginning of the movie thought I can't do this. But that's simply because as humans, we like to look for, you know, evidence in our past to tell us what we're capable of. But in reality, what we're capable of is going to be shown to us in the future as we become the people that can accomplish that thing, like as the movie unfolds, right? Of course, I don't have proof yet, but neither would a character in a movie in pursuit of accomplishing something. That's why the movie is so juicy. You get to see the evolution of the character, right? So when I think about this goal of 75 Day Hard, I'm so excited to see who I'm going to become at the end of the 75 days, but also the person that I'm going to evolve into along the way as my confidence builds, as my fitness builds, as my vibrance builds, right? Like I'm just going to become a better version of me. So as you're setting a goal, asking yourself, how can I get excited about the path and the character development? who you're going to become in pursuit of the goal. And can you just squash this idea that you need proof from your past to prove that you're capable? You literally don't need proof. You're building that in real time. That's why it's going to be so fulfilling. 
Because instead, right now, you can understand that you are in the moment, the beginning character scene, that the future character will contrast back to and be like, damn, look at that evolution. That's why the movie was so juicy. You're literally going to become a different, more elevated person by accomplishing whatever goal you set your mind to because of the character development along the way. Pretty freaking cool, right? And finally, number three, once you have that story that you're telling yourself about the pursuit of the goal, you know, like how you want to work on this and maybe even ask if you can make it more fun. And you've started to really look at this idea that there are kind of two characters in a goal and the distance between the evolution of these two characters is actually inspiring and pretty exciting. Then you can think about number three. Did you fully make a decision with a compelling reason that actually matters to you? Because truly our level of commitment and resilience, like our ability to be resilient, really go hand in hand, don't they? Because resistance is the effect of having a compelling reason to do something. If something matters to you, like something matters to you is on the line. If you don't do something, you will make it happen, right? Sometimes we just have to create that compelling reason because of course, if your back was against the wall, you're going to make it happen. If you had to lose 20 pounds or run a marathon or build the business that generates, you know, X amount of income or do something like 75 hard, because if you didn't, you would never get to talk to your significant other again, or your child would die or your bank account would be completely depleted. Of course you would do that thing because your compelling reason would be so strong because your back would be against the wall. There would be so much on the line. You would have to make it happen. But often that's not the case, right? Things might be pretty good for you, which is why it's challenging to give up that good and go for great. So we have to figure out how to create that compelling reason. And then we have to connect the dots ourselves because 75 hard. I'll give this example. One of the reasons why we wanted to do 75 hard, or I guess why I wanted to do 75 hard was I am launching a brand new program with Shego's company. Buckle up. If you are a woman that has a business, what we're launching in January is going to be so massively impactful. Um, But it's requiring a lot of my brain power right now because it's something that I've never done before. And I'm also getting fitted for my wedding dress on January 27th, which is about when we're almost done with 75 Day Hard. I've got my bachelorette party in Vegas the first weekend in March. And of course, we've got our honeymoon after our wedding. All of these things I'm super excited about, which all are compelling reasons that I want to do 75 Hard. I want to feel my best. I need my brain to be sharp for this business launch. I want to feel so excited for the one time that I'm going to wear a wedding dress and have a bachelorette party. Like these are all positive, compelling reasons for me to follow through. But interestingly enough, some people are actually more motivated by avoiding negative than they are about positive. So you have to ask yourself which you're motivated by most because I tend to be more motivated by how good things can get, but Sina tends to be motivated by avoiding negative or avoiding pain right? So for example, Cena is of course motivated by how he's going to feel like, you know, in the wedding, on our honeymoon for his bachelor party, all of those things, but he's much more motivated by avoiding pain. And right now he's using that to serve him to want to show up for 75 hard. So what I mean by that is he feels like he's got this huge opportunity right now with his career path. And he's decided that if he's not sharp right now, 
which he believes that a lot of the sharpness um, is going to come from the structure of 75 hard and not drinking during a time that normally we would drink more, you know, up with the holiday season and everything in Seattle, that if he does this, he's going to be best equipped mentally to handle the opportunity for growth that he has right now. And he doesn't want to mess that up. He wants to avoid the negative or the pain feeling of not seizing the opportunity. And he's using that to serve him, right? He also has on the forefront of his mind that when we go up in, you know, up to Seattle, we're also going to have to clean out his dad's house. And if you haven't heard me talk about it on the podcast, Cena just lost his dad on the 4th of July. So about five months ago, and it's tough, right? And he believes that if he isn't controlling the controllables health-wise, the anxiety that can stem from that is going to be worse. So he wants to avoid the pain of that, right? So my point is, when you're making a decision, we've got to get some more compelling reasons behind it, right? It's not always going to be a back-against-the-wall situation where you're forced to make a change. In fact, most of the time, it won't. So you've got to connect the dots for yourself. Decide a way to make a compelling reason to do the thing that you want to do. How good could it get? Or how bad could it be? And maybe even a combination of both, right? Because while I'm motivated by all of these positive things, I also do understand Cena's perspective, right? So I can say like, oh, I don't want those negative things. Like, I don't want the anxiety that could come from us not feeling as sharp as we could while navigating a lot of anxiety-inducing things like with his dad, right? So figure out a way to support yourself with that because I think that's really powerful, you know? So to tie this all up in a bow, because I know this is a lengthy one, I just wanted to really talk about this because I, I hope that this is really impactful for you. If it is, as always, please tag me on Instagram at Keisha.Fitzgerald if this episode hit home with you or you know slide into my DMs or text me. Whatever. There's so many ways we can get in contact because although podcasting is super awesome, I am really just having a conversation pretending like we're girlfriends chatting over a spicy margarita or wine, or in this case for me right now, a gallon of water, maybe some Organifi green juice. But seriously, tie this up in a bow. Three questions. Number one, what story are you telling yourself about the pursuit of the goal that you're working on? Could you entertain the idea that it could actually be fun, right? Could that be beneficial for you? Number two, what character are you playing now? And what character would you need to become to accomplish your goals? And could you get more excited about the pursuit of the goal and who you're going to become? Almost like you're watching a storyline of characters evolving. And number three, can you fully make a decision with a compelling reason that actually matters to you? Because remember, some of us are motivated more by pain avoidance and some more by pleasure. So do what feels aligned for you and you maybe get a little bit of both, right? And I wanted to leave you this quote from Angela Duckworth, who wrote the book Grit. As much as talent counts, effort counts twice. So the work that you're doing on yourself to listen to these podcasts, to, you know, like just think about these ideas, ask yourself these questions, know that it really freaking matters. You're an inspiration to someone that you don't even know is watching you right now. So keep showing up and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.